Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's just pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP, uh, I can't even speak, why warriors, it is Wednesday night, it is 9 p.m. here at the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, on the 174th floor where I currently reside, and if I stand on top of the building, and if I climb up to the highest fire escape, and if I climb up that giant radio tower that sits across this giant monstrosity of a building, and if I look straight to the Great White North, there's a glimmer, there's a spark, there's a fire burning upon the trails of Mount Ontario, where my co-host currently resides, thinking up glorious and inspirational quotes to share with you every week Wednesday nights here at GDPRadio.com. She is, of course, the Canadian quote master herself. Crystal Stewart, how are you? I'm really well. I'm freezing. I'm really well, thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were telling me that you guys are expecting snow this week, so uh, it's, it's pretty yep. insane. Yep. For the next but, three uh, days. I'm doing. Oh, I'm New England born and bred, so I kind of get it. We had the occasional May snowstorm, but I've been down here in North Carolina long enough where I got no time for that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's really not fun. Eight months <laughs> of snow is enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd say so. And um, we're, we're going to get to the show in just a minute. I just put up this live video on Facebook, and i, I got to tell you the story because – I just told it on uh, on the Facebook Live thing, but I was sitting here in my room. I had done my carpets. I put all the treatment on the carpets and floors, and you know, vacuumed it up afterwards. I'm sitting here in my chair talking to a buddy of mine, getting the show scheduled, and I uh, I stand up to do the promo, and I'm like, whew, like in the middle of the promo, my head starts spinning, and I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> and I realize I haven't let this room ventilate at all since I've done these carpets. The windows are shut, the doors closed. So basically I start like thinking I'm going to topple over and uh, I've ventilated the premises. I got the windows open, but uh, I'm here talking to you and soon to be Ross Raymond, but in my mind, I'm on on tour with the Grateful Dead for like three months. So uh, don't mind me if I can't put a sentence together because the smart thing to do would be set up elsewhere, but I'm just going to roll with it and see what happens. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for the heads up. (laughs) But uh, without any further ado, I am going to bring on our special guest for today. Um, you just recently did his show because you are a trader, and uh, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, of course. You guys did an awesome job, and if you guys have been around the DDPY community long enough, I'm sure you've seen him bouncing around here for years, and he's got the team uh, DDPY experience uh, with uh, Ross Raymond on iTunes, one of the longest uh, – running podcast in the DDPY, you know, podcast network. There was a few of them over the years, and Ross Raymond's still out there doing it. So without any further ado, to uh, continue the Canadian invasion, uh, the one, the only, Ross Raymond. How are you, man? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And I, I got to say, Crystal is certainly not a traitor. She's a celebrity, which is why we've had her on. It's been a long time <laughs> since I invited you on the show, my friend, so... <laughs> well, it's true, but 
the show is iconic. I think it was um, it was Obama on Joe Rogan, or Obama on Mark Marin. Then there was Elon Musk on Joe Rogan, and then the third biggest rating was Ross Raymond, Mike Mullins' podcast. That's the whole album. That, that sounds about right. Uh, you know, the uh, <laughs> battle of the uh, faces for radio. Uh, <laughs> oh my. Yeah, being you know, being a radio guy all these years, uh, how many times have you heard that joke? Oh, I, I make it all the time. I, I haven't even done uh, an actual radio broadcast in almost, uh, what's it been now, just over 10 years, and still make the joke on a regular basis. Might as well. It's an easy one, right? Low-hanging fruit. You're, yeah, you know it's, all about yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's a go-to. I guess it all the time, and then I punch people who tell me that. <laughs> there you go. We, we've got enough distance here with me in my uh, underground bunker uh, below snow. Well, snow level. No, no, no. I'm just sunburn kidding. On Sunday. Sunburn. Yeah. Now, whereabouts? Uh, where Where are you located? Which I can't remember. There's all kinds of. Canadian Alberta. Alberta. I'm about two Too hours many. south of Calgary, Alberta. So I'm I'm literally between Calgary and the Montana border, in Lethbridge, Alberta. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. We've had we've had so many guests from Canada all over the years, and and you know what? I have a few friends in Canada, and I always assume that if you lived in Canada, you just know my other Canadian friends. I like talk to them as if they live <laughs> in the same town. I forget that like Canada's like this huge expense of them. Like, oh, you're Canadian. Do you know such and such? But you're on the other <laughs> opposite end of the country. So yeah, yeah. People don't realize Canada is actually larger than the United States. But no matter what, they're like, oh yeah, are you close to Toronto? No. I'm not no. close to Toronto. I'm closer to Seattle than Toronto, but thank you. Uh, well, absolutely. And I can't believe we talked about this for a second off air. I cannot believe that we haven't had you on the show yet. And we've had so many people do the show over the years that a lot of the people from back in the day that I assumed have long since been on, I later find out haven't been on. So I cannot believe that you haven't been on the show yet. And I guess you've just been around so much that you just, you know, were, were one of those people that, assumed had been here and been on but uh it's been uh a long time coming too long if you ask me so i want to start at the beginning for the people who don't know your story uh we usually do a ddpy origin story uh what got you into the program what made you start um you know start up the the ddpy dvds or cds or whatever it was you started with well for me it was uh the older version it was still the yrg videos but uh yeah, I started back in 2013 when I uh, first found out that I was about to be a dad. And suddenly, you know, just doing my own thing was no longer the priority. I wanted to make sure that I could uh, be able to keep up with my kids and stuff. And, uh, you know, being a wrestling fan, I had heard about DDP yoga and, you know, it was familiar with DDP. So uh, when looking at different options, it seemed like... Uh, a good place to start, if nothing else. It wasn't your uh, typical workout program. It was something I could do at home. And although my wife absolutely cursed uh, hearing me counting and uh, following along, and she grew to hate ADP's voice, uh, I went in full bore. And, yeah, that was back in 2013. Um, my initial results were quite impressive in the first month, losing over 30 pounds. And then... You know, as as people realize, uh, you can be as committed as you want, but life uh, has a way of uh, keeping you in check. And uh, once the kid arrived, I now understood why all my friends with kids said to sleep when you can. And I was no longer the priority. But uh, throughout the years, I've been lucky enough to uh, be quite involved with different people within the DDP yoga community. And ultimately, did get to go work out with Dallas and a whole bunch of the different uh, people that I've met over the years in Vegas when he was inducted into the Cauliflower Alley Club there. I'm going to say 2015, got to do a workout there and met Garrett, Christina. Uh, you didn't get to make it out, but, you know, at the same time, uh, maybe made it even more fun, uh, less uh, less chaos <laughs> in Vegas. But, I mean, it was probably, I'm going to say late 2014, I reached out to uh, Robert in Dallas about uh, doing – a podcast and once uh steve you and dallas said yeah go for it um i started doing that and yeah crystal was just on and i believe don't hold me to this i can double check and make sure i'm absolutely right but i believe you were episode number 74 yes 74 so yeah. we've had everyone over the years from jake and dallas 
uh, to Arthur, and I mean, so many incredible stories. If, if if you did think that I had been on the show before, I'm sure it's Josh McAdoo's fault. He usually finds a way to sabotage everything. So he probably just told you I've been on too many times in order to try to get himself <laughs> on again. You know, that's just what he does. But yeah, a few years ago, too, um, 2017, I had a bit of an injury. So, you know, you go through uh, the process and you continue to keep moving forward. In 2017, I had quite a major injury where I tore my calf muscle. So um, that happened at work, which was a blessing in disguise because at least it was a workplace injury, a freak injury. And eight months of rehab while doing desk duty at work and uh, trying to really focus on me uh, definitely made me step back. I I wasn't doing the uh, show for a couple of years there, just focusing on me. But uh, with the recent pandemic, I've suddenly not been working for two months. Um, I'm making ends meet, but you know what? At the same time, I suddenly had a bit more time on my hands. My kids are a little older, um, not old enough to figure out the locks on the door. So I set up my studio down in the basement and thought, you know what? What a great time to not only try to inspire and promote DDP yoga, but what better program when you're stuck inside, you don't have equipment because not everybody has a home gym. And figured what a great time to get a few people on crystal I, she can attest we've been talking for what two two and a half years trying to make that interview happen yeah i think it was yeah closer to three i think but yeah, yeah. it finally happened thank god yep yeah it's one of those things that you know life gets in the way but we make it happen and when we can make it a priority we make it happen and yeah it's it's been a fun journey and uh for those who have Known me and uh, followed me, whether it be on Facebook or any of the other social media. Um, following my injury, initially I did start working with a trainer specifically because my physio after eight months said, well, we've done everything we can for the calf. I'd recommend you work with somebody to make sure you don't injure yourself because the rest of the body really couldn't have been worked on. I, I was pretty much immobile for the first three to four months. And so... Recently, I've been doing everything from gym workouts. I was supposed to be doing a powerlifting meet in June, but I've been doing DDPY, of course, and uh, uh, quite enjoying uh, mixing it up, especially with the gyms closed. It's uh, certainly made me try different things and push myself. And uh, yesterday, managed to tune in to the uh, live workout with Dallas uh, from his uh, new crib and quite enjoyed that. There's the Coles Notes version for you. That's awesome, man, and, you know, congratulations. And I, I know how hard it can be once, you know, life, you know, gets in the way and, and, and derails you a little bit. And you know from doing a DDPY show as we do here, um, you can talk a big game about how to avoid this or how to react to that, but until you're smack dab in the face of it, it's you, never, you really can't get too cocky about how you're going to pile through it. You just need to find a way to do so. And sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Uh, but it's not always easier uh, than we give it credit for. I can't speak today. No, absolutely. And you know what? Some of the most inspiring people will actually tell you that, you know what, the reason they were quiet for a certain time was because they weren't in the right headspace. They didn't want to bring yep. anybody else down. But that's when, you know, if you've got that good support team around you, if you're too quiet, they will check on you, right? I mean, I, I've got some really close friends in the DDPY community uh, that, do that whether it was during my rehab they knew i wasn't doing ddpy they just checked to make sure i was doing okay and you know still alive and you know we have those moments and you know what you're not going to just snap out of it sometimes sometimes it takes a little bit more but at the end of the day you know no matter how many times you get knocked down if you get back up you're you're making the move in the right direction you're moving forward and ultimately as long as you're moving forward you're moving towards that goal Right. And I mean, it's one of those things you're allowed to fall in the rut. I mean, we all do it. You're just not allowed to unpack your bags and stay there. Absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, you are your own worst enemy. We talked about this uh, when you were on my show. And, you know, there's nobody meaner or harsher than yourself. That being said, anybody who knows Dallas knows that, you know, he can give you the system. He can give you the support. You got to do the work. He's not afraid yeah. to call you out on it either. But 
it's important to have those people who can call you out, but not in a way that's going to bring you down again, right? Those people who can call you out and pull you up is really the key. Yeah, and I mean, Mike and I have talked about this. Sorry, Mike, we've talked about this a million times about, you know, it's really important to have people that will support you in any decision that you make. But it's equally as important when you find yourself in a funk you need people in your life that's going to call you on your shit. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I've been lucky because when I started uh, my DDP journey, if you will, ultimately, yeah, the, the Arthur Borman video had, uh, you know, gone viral and I was lucky enough to get to meet him. But if you look back at the different people who have been on the show, the people that I've gotten to cross paths with, whether it be in person or just sitting down and having a chat with, I mean, there is some absolutely incredible people on there. You know, some of them better known than others. But, I mean, you get somebody, um, you know, whether it be Jake, I mean, he's had a very, very upfront story that uh, many people got to follow. Um, you know, you got people uh, like Stacy, right, and yeah. Christina. Yeah. And, you know, it's incredible to see it. Um, One of the coolest things for me was getting to sit down in Vegas and getting to interview, whether it be uh, Garrett or Lexi. Um, We even had uh, Jared. I believe that was the first time he had actually met Dallas in person. And the first time Dallas got to see his results, it was absolutely incredible. And just so cool to sit down and pick their brain especially for somebody whose story hadn't been out there and hadn't been, you know, going viral. Not everybody knew about him. And at the same time, you know, he was still that uh, quiet guy that he still is today. But, you know, nobody knew the story. And so many amazing stories throughout these 74 episodes. I, I, I figured I'd do 10 or 15, right? Yeah, we took a break in there, but it's been quite a journey and, uh, recently, I started a new podcast, not specifically DDPY, but more about my recent journey. It includes DDPY, and I'm uh, hoping to do a whole episode just on that. But talking about how many programs there are out there, how it could be overwhelming. When you are trying to find a program that works for you, everybody is inundated. You type fitness in Google, and the next thing you know, you've got every different workout program, local, online, just hammering you, saying, oh, try this, try that. And you know what? You could be more confused than you were when you started by the time you try researching it. Yep. Like nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you, you mentioned that you've been doing powerlifting and weight training and stuff. People don't realize how well DDPY blends with other workout systems. And in fact, I'll say if you're doing weight training or powerlifting, you're stupid not to be doing some kind of, you know, DPY or, 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 or stretching or, or, you know, that is going to help you so much in the long run when it comes to not injuring yourself. Uh, I've told this story a million times, but uh, DDP where and I were uh, in New England, driving around New England for some kind of wrestling show or something. And uh, he slipped on some ice and he grabbed himself and kind of landed in a way that he caught himself. And he said to me that night, he said, if I hadn't, been doing DDPY right now. If I hadn't been doing the my stretching and stuff, I just would have torn my knee out right there. And if you're an athlete of any kind, you know, whether it's a power lifter, weight lifter, football player, baseball player, whatever it may be, it's never the big things that injure you. It's the small no. stepping in the wrong place or, or, or tweaking the wrong muscle in the wrong way. And those uh, workouts for DDPY will save your ass from an injury big time if um, – if if you use it alongside something that, you know, a, a sport or, or a workout, um, those stabilizer muscles are really, really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're important. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I, I, I can't speak, man. My, my voice is shot right it, now. It's I'm struggling. Well, yeah, I get it. But, no, I, I would ultimately say that uh, for me, one of the big things DDPY has been is it's all about your back right? Every workout, no matter whether you're talking from the most entry level to the most advanced, there's things in there to protect your back. And if you're doing powerlifting, I don't care whether you're talking deadlift, squats, bench, ultimately your back is probably the number one thing that you can hurt. And I've done it where I wasn't lifting heavy weight, where 
one of the big things I really enjoyed, and probably because I could see the progression that I made week and month to month, was deadlifts. And I've had it where I lifted a bar. It was a fine weight. And I just twisted funny or something. And you, you can just see it in somebody's face. They know something yep. went wrong. And you know what? Being able to just do something as simple as cat, cat arch, right, and cat lift, moving that back, getting that mobility and stretching it out, and then, you know, getting the shoulder movement in there, opening it up, those little things, whether it's a major injury or a minor tweak, either way, they are going to help prevent that, and they're going to help repair that when it does happen because you do have to listen to your body. As much as it's important to rest and it's important to make sure you're getting your uh, your exercise done, you're getting your movement, especially when we're stuck inside, it's so easy to get complacent and just go, oh, you know, I'm stuck inside. Why would I uh, want to break a sweat? But you know what? If you don't, you're going to hurt yourself when you do try to get back to it, whether it be DDPY or anything else. I can't imagine how many people are going to hurt themselves. Everybody's going to be so excited to run back to the gym when we're back uh, to some sort of level of normal, depending on where you are. And, you know, people are going to go in and think, oh, I can do exactly what I did when the gym closed. Uh Uh-uh. If you haven't been doing anything, even if you have been doing stuff, if you've been doing body weight, if you've been doing DDP work, it's not the same as when you get in there and you've got 270 pounds on your shoulder and you're going down for a squat. You're working different muscles. The funny thing for me was as risky as it can be, one of the things I like about, say, a deadlift is that there are 15, 20 different things that go on in my mind, a little checklist to make sure I'm doing this and this, 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 and this, so that I don't hurt myself. But it's what also keeps me humble and keeps me in check. Because if I'm not doing those things, I can't do it. I'm going to hurt myself, and I've been there, and I don't want to go through that again. Heck, when I went down and did the workout, I mean, you could ask Matt Owen or Josh McAdoo. They, they had so much fun making fun of me. A couple months before we went down and got to do the workout together, I managed to slip and fall down the stairs, right? Put my foot through the drywall and somehow broke my big toe and little toe. Now, when you try to engage your feet with two broken toes or plank, not a lot of fun. These are the things that life can throw at you. You didn't mean to fall down the stairs, but I probably would have been way more injured if I hadn't been doing the DDPY. Instead, yeah, my uh, my ego took a bit of a blow, but beyond a couple broken toes that the doctor goes, well, they're broken, not much else we can do, I was able to keep progressing and modify and make it work. And that's really the key at the end of the day. Whether we're talking workouts or life, modify and make it work, man. Yeah, so the first thing that came to mind, Ross, when you were saying that, is react and adapt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. It's so, then, um, so true. We had Yoga Doc. When we had Yoga Doc on here a few months ago, he was um, he was talking, you know, about stationary lifestyles, just people just on the couch. And in the past two months, a lot of us have spent a lot of time on the couch. And, and Ross, you put it out there to begin with, people are going to be injuring themselves when they get back to work and stuff because when you're sitting like that, your muscles just contract. Uh, they're just, they, they just, they, they, uh, they shrink basically. Um, and mm-hmm. if you're working out, you notice it, if you're, if you're sitting on the couch for a long time and you work out and you stand up and you stretch or you work out, you're so much more prone to hurting yourself or pulling something or tearing something. So many people have been on the couch for so long, just, you know, consuming Netflix and, uh, television and whenever it gets back to work, you, there's going to be a lot of people hurting. And the, the thing about DPY, which works uh, so well for all of us right now, and is why the company is actually flourishing in this you know time period, is the home-based workouts. And a lot of people don't want to spend the time to do it, going to the gym or whatever. But if you're going to the gym, you probably don't want to spend another two hours doing a DPY at the gym. It's great to kind of go along with your routines, but it's very important after, you know, getting through all this, not just for the, the wear and tear in the gym and all this stuff, but your physical well-being in this environment, you know, being home alone all day, being home uh, isolated. It's so important to get that stretching and get that workout in. And um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm my head spinning right now. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I mean, something as simple as squatting down, right? If you're doing that regularly mm-hmm. with your DDPY workouts, that is a movement that is going to keep you loose. It's going to keep you moving. It's going to keep you ready to react. 
people who have been sitting on the couch, you know what? They're more likely to hurt themselves watching Tiger King, right? They can't even get down to the <laughs> yeah. squat right now. So, <laughs> you know, it's, there's so many different aspects. Just that movement, you know. Yeah, I worked out yesterday, and then I went and mowed the lawn and fertilized. Why? A, it needed to get done, and B, when else am I going to get to do that on a Tuesday, right? I mean, this is one of the few times where I can actually get stuff done, and I got more done in the last month and a half than I've probably done since we moved into this house. So if I go back to work tomorrow, mission accomplished. I've done what I can, and I feel like I've at least made the most of it. But at the end of the day, people need to realize that if you are not moving – you are going to take a step back, but you're also going to increase the chance of hurting yourself. I mean, if I don't do some type of activity, whether it be DDPY, body weight exercise, resistance band, something, if it's been more than three days, my body starts to hurt. Like it actually tells me that something is wrong. And it was something that, you know, when I started, I was like, oh, I think I can commit to three days a week. Yeah, maybe I can do three. Maybe I could do four. And at a certain point, it got to the point where people are like, well, you need to rest. You've got to listen to your body. And so everybody's a little different, but you've got to find what works for you. Find that medium, but do make sure you, you rest, right? It, you can have active rest days. That doesn't mean you have to sit on the couch. Active rest is so key. But if people have been just sitting, vegging, yeah, they're, 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 they're going to certainly increase the risk. And, it doesn't mean that it's too late. Get out there. You know, start with something simple like energy. Start with the the waking up in bed, right? I mean, heck, it's so cool to see how far this program's come now with even the chair workouts. That wasn't even a, a thought when I started. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to see how much it's evolved and, and all the, you know, the different um, subgenres of DDPY because when you first uh, kind of got into this program, we had the DDPY program, and uh, that was that was the steak, that was the meat and potatoes of it. And you kind of wonder as a business, I'm like, where else is there to go? You just gave us the program all in one sitting, one DVD. But uh, DDP, you know who he is, and you know how he is, and he finds so many different places to go with it. You know, always some place to go is the is the saying, and there's been so many avenues of DDPY for specific markets or genres or, or the demographics that he's created off of this, uh, that they're basically and pretty much literally is something for everyone. Well, and I'm excited for the new, uh, I don't know uh, how much has been said, but I know on the workout yesterday they were talking about the new Jack program and how they're hoping to have that kind of finalized within the next 30 days and how there's, uh, you know, some new equipment just to take it to another level and, yeah, speaking of Yoga Doc, got to see him on there. I, I got to hit that guy up. I don't. I don't think I've talked to him in about three, four years. So uh, <laughs> it's 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 good to see that you know he's nobody's getting complacent, right? You could make an, a case for somebody to say, well, you got your performance center, you got your live classes, you got the app, you've got new workouts, just coast. But they keep on pushing forward, finding ways to utilize and revolutionize and keep moving forward with so many new and exciting things. It's pretty cool to see. Heck, even the certification program, they now have level two certification. Another Canadian uh, friend of mine, uh, Bev, there right. just got her level two certification. How amazing is that? Again, when, when I started, there was no certification. There were no teachers. There was Dallas and there yep. was Arthur and Yoga Doc. That was about yep. it. So now, so many people all over the world teaching and yeah, it's it's just incredible to sit back and see how far it's come. And you know, it was really great that you guys mentioned comfort zones. So comfort zones, they will um, ruin you know any you know motivation or anything along those lines. They comfort zones will destruct anything. So you know, you always got to push the envelope. So. And, I mean, if you're just starting out, it's important. You can't get on your feet, folks, until you get off your ass. Just saying. Absolutely. And you know what? Sometimes those goals, whether they be short-term or long-term, are so key. Whether that be to get off your butt and do two workouts this week. Guess what? That could be a win, right? Something so simple. Getting up, going, walking the dog, doing one DDPY workout, and then, you know, that – that active rest, if you haven't been doing anything, that can be a victory. 
And some of us, yeah, we've got, uh, you know, different goals. Uh, for me, I had that, uh, that goal to do the weightlifting meet this year. Well, that seems to be uh, not going to happen, as are so many things that people have planned to do. But you know what? I'm setting different goals then, right? Okay, right. I need to adapt. Okay, I'm not working out as much as I did. i got to adapt my diet, but let's figure out what I can do so that I don't regress, so that I don't go crazy. Right. Because one of the big things after my rehab was getting out, whether it be to the gym or doing my DDPY away from the kids. This was my time for me. This was the time where I was able to make me a priority and made it even more important for me to do it. Because if I don't do that, I'm going to burn out just doing all the things that need to be done whether it be around the house or at work. I mean, you got to make yourself a priority and nobody else can do the work for you at the end of the day. That, that's right. I mean, you can have the best intentions in the world, but until you decide that you're actually going to do it and actually do it, <laughs> really, you can say anything you want to say. The proof is always in the trying and the pudding and, you know, you just do it. And you know as well as I do, I mean, we talked about this on the radio show, was that, you know, the river never flows backwards. It's always moving forward. So true. So true. Yeah. I mean, Unless you're you in Tom Murray. Right. There you go. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that's a Canadian reference. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. they're, they're flooding <laughs> now, actually. They, they got an ice block that, in the middle of a pandemic, they've had to call in the military. Um, yep. This is a place that actually had massive wildfires just a couple of years ago. And again, had to call in the military and everything. And all of a sudden, the city is just flooded. Just flooded with this huge oh. ice block. And Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible, but, you know, again... Communities like that that have gone through it once, they seem to know how to rebound and work together. And that's it, it, there's positives coming out of it. But, again, another unfortunate situation going on in the world right now. So, Ross, you know, it's you know, a crazy time. Yeah, I know that you were talking about the injury that you, you had to your calf. Um, has it tweaked or anything? Like, is it bothersome to you at all? You know, when I first started working with a trainer immediately afterwards, I think it was probably my biggest obstacle, and it was really between my ears because they had managed to rehab that muscle so well that it was wow. actually stronger than my non-injured muscle. But for, I'd say, the first six months, it was such an obstacle for me mentally where, you know, something like um, just step-ups, right? Stepping yep. up onto a box, uh, whether it be, you know, a six inch box or a 12 inch box or more, it was always in the back of my mind. I didn't want to hurt it. I didn't want to push it. I got the all clear. I'm going to say, well, they gave me the clear to start lifting 75 pounds on July 1st of 2018. By the end of December, I had done a deadlift of over 200 pounds. So at that point, I kind of said, okay, I think I can start to test this. And one of the biggest things for me really was to look, and again, taking care of myself, looking at the equipment I needed. So something as simple as shoes, you know what, and wearing, say, uh, a compression sleeve on my calf, just to give me mentally that, that comfort that I was fine. But again, I had to remind myself that I was fine and to get past it. And last uh, summer, I did a five-kilometer run. It was one of those ones with foam and obstacles and stuff. And other than one that because of actually an old shoulder injury I couldn't do, I managed to make it through all the different obstacles. Uh, maybe not the most proud time on it, but I had a lot of fun, and really that was my goal that summer, was to just get out, do that, see how the body felt, and, uh, again, you know, just start pushing myself to try more things and uh, see how far we can take this because it's been it's been a fun journey, you know. It, uh, as weird as this situation is, I'm sitting in my studio here and I'm looking out into what's become my workout room. And yes, I've got my yoga mat there, but I do have, you know, a barbell and about 115 pounds of weight, which isn't a ton. But you know what? I wouldn't have ever thought you'd see weights in here, let alone a room dedicated to working out. Other than you know, I used to unroll my mat in front of my TV. And, you know, have the kid in the corner sort of thing. Yep. Yeah, they climb on me. But, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think as you get older 
and you realize, I don't know whether it's, you know, being humbled or just realizing, you know what, I got to take care of myself. I've only got one body. If I don't take care of it, it's not going to be able to take care of me. And I want to be there for my family. I want to be there for my kids. Heck, I want to be able to keep up with my uh, seven-year-old who's, uh, you know, wants to go out and play soccer. There's nothing worse than uh, they score on you just because you're winded. Right. Yeah, exactly. Showing up by your seven, getting shown up by your seven-year-old is the tough one. Well, you know, I, I still got him at T-ball, but I, I, I think <laughs> I only got another year or two on that too. He's, he's got a good arm on him. So. But you know, I mean, to be honest with you, if I was playing T-ball now, I could, I could win. That's, that's like the one sport I could just, I could beat all those little kids at football. I'm screwed. Baseball, screwed. T-ball. I think I got that one. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, I, I was saying to Crystal, I think off the air uh, the other day was uh, being, uh, being radio guys. I, I, I think T-ball is probably the best reference because if you give me any low-hanging fruit, you make a statement there that could be construed the wrong way. I'm taking a swing. It may not be a yep. home run, but I'm taking a swing because <laughs> yep. it's 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 there, right? So, but no, it's 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 been a lot of fun. And you know, my my son now wants to start you know coming down and working out with me. The best part though is that uh, he taps out after about 10 minutes and I'm still going for another half hour, but you know, he comes in and he wants to get involved and, you know, sees dad taking time for himself. And, you know, he realizes that at the end of the day, it's something that I'm doing that's important to me. And so it, it gives him a reason to be interested. And, you know, I don't expect him to like the same teams I like or anything like that, but if he has a love and passion to get out there, Yes, we're in Canada. No, it isn't always snowing. But, yeah, it gets pretty cold here in the winters. We really enjoy the time, whether it be spring and summer and fall, where we can get out there and be as active and enjoy the sun and enjoy the warmer temperatures. And, you know, it's it's so important to spend that time with your kids when you can because they're only young for so long. Yep, true story. Can I ask you a question? Uh, no, I get a... Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, go no, for it. Um, I was just, how much in the beginning, because you have been around for a while, um, was there any kind of weird thing about doing anything yoga-based when you first started? Did you have any preconceived ideas of coming into a quote-unquote yoga program? I know it's not traditional yoga, but did you have any, you know, thoughts about that, about doing yoga? Let's put it this way. I had done my research before I ever tried to work out. I had done the YouTube videos, and I knew that it was not your mama's yoga, so to speak. Yeah, but true. at the same time, you know, I didn't know if I could do this. There were times where I thought, oh, I can't do that. It turned out I couldn't do it then. There's still right. things that I can't do, right? They, they had a very advanced workout uh, the first 45 minutes yesterday. Uh, was a blast. And you know what? I stopped at 45 minutes. I may have been able to do some of the things after the first 45, but A, I only have so much time. Being a family right. guy, I had to get back to life. But I'd also got my heart rate up. I'd gotten the goals that I had wanted to achieve out of that workout. And I was pouring sweat. So I got my sweaty selfie and I got on with my day. But you know what? There are things that you can always progress and do better, but it's also neat to see how far you come. Something like just leaning back, grabbing that heel and seeing that, oh, geez, I haven't done that move in a while, but you know what? I've got a ton of movement there. I can do that and I can, uh, you know, put that weight on the heel. That was fantastic because I remember that move specifically was one where I said, nope, can't do that when I first started. Right. Right? It's, it's, there's so many things about the program that are humbling, but also rewarding because when, again, kind of like the deadlifts, when you can see the progression and you can see, hey, I can do that now, there's nothing more exciting than that. And that's where that DDPY community comes in because, as an example, I said to my wife back when, oh, I can do this now. She goes, okay. You know, it's not that she doesn't (laughs) care. She just doesn't understand because she has no interest. I tried to get her into it. It just wasn't for her. And that's fine. Right? Yeah. It's what works for you. And at the end of the day, I've made some incredible friends through the program, and she puts up with them. 
I mean, she likes Matt, but, you know, there's only so many people who can handle Josh for any real length of time. <laughs> oh, I'd, I'd love for you to name them because I can't find them. Um, wow. Well, yeah, you have one hand. One hand, for sure. <laughs> oh, man. I, I got to touch on something real quick, um, too. Uh, you mentioned it a few minutes ago, and, and I've been struggling with that very thing for a long time, so I actually want to get your personal advice on it. You mentioned your calf injury. Um, about a year and a half ago, I got a really bad, like, uh, tendonitis or tear or pull or something in my, uh, intercostal muscles, which is under the rib cage. And yeah. it was one of those situations that you just needed to be really still for a really long time and let it heal. And every few months I would re-injure it, doing something stupid, turning the wrong way or coughing the wrong way. And it was the most painful thing that I could, I could have imagined it, for such a stupid, small little thing. It was so painful because you just use those muscles all the time. So I've let them heal, and I've re-injured them a few times since then, and I am so, like, PTSD in my head about it. I'm so guarded when it comes to those muscles mm-hmm. that I feel like it's always just in the back of my mind. Every movement is a thought process behind it. There's, I'm very thoughtful in every time I use those muscles, and it's something I can't seem to get past. You mentioned that with your calf muscles. Um, what kind of uh, tips do you have? What advice do you have for somebody like me? who is trying to be responsible about that area, but also not have it drive your every movement and be too much in your head about it. Yeah. And I mean, it's going to be different for every person, right? Because every injury is different. I don't want to sound like I'm passing the buck, but ultimately I would recommend talking to somebody like a physio or a professional who can say, okay, here are the things you can do to prevent it from happening again. You know, the problem is with ribs and things like that. Yeah, something as simple as a sneeze or a cough. I mean, yep. you know, if you put uh, formula down on your carpets and then you can't breathe and you start coughing and you're out of commission for a week, that's not good either, right? But all joking aside, you need to be able to somehow get to a point where, okay, I have this confidence. Okay, I've at least been told that even if my brain doesn't believe me, that I am not going to be able to do anything to re-injure it. Until you get to that point, you really can't put your guard down, right? Because you're, you're always worried about it. If something like the calf, I literally, it took me 20 minutes to get eight feet to the bathroom for the first week. Wow. Like it was that bad. I was, I literally spent basically the first 10 days in my bed because I couldn't go up and down stairs. I basically had to keep that leg absolutely straight. They gave me a crutch, but you know what? It's the sort of thing that, it's baby steps, right? It's running on the grass before you run on the concrete. It's, you know, getting on the mat and doing that workout and getting that movement before you start, you know, the sun jerking movements. It's those little things. But ultimately, when somebody is dealing with an injury that had such significant pain that it just stops you right in your tracks, because that's what happened to me. I lit, It wasn't a it wasn't a good story even with the injury. People go, oh, how would you do that? You know, they see you limping around. Yeah, I took a step forward. I felt something pop and roll up the back of my leg like a mouse running up my under my skin. You know, it's like when I, I, I rolled my ankle before. Oh, what did you do? I stepped down off a curb. It's not a glamorous injury. I'd love to say you should see the other guy. But at the end of the day, when you have something that does end up getting between your ears where it's in your head – you just have to honestly take the time and talk to somebody who can really make sure that you are at the point where you're not going to hurt it or here's this to not hurt it. And at a certain point, it, it's, it's more mental than anything else. Once you can't hurt it, you just have to convince yourself that you can't and believe it because you can tell yourself, but until you believe it, it's still going to be there. It's going to be holding you back whether you are doing it consciously or subconsciously either way. I was just thinking while you were talking, Ross, about um, modifications. Did you mm-hmm. have to, was it hard for you to give yourself permission to modify? Oh, I, absolutely. Let's put it yeah. this I, 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 My job for the last nine years has been uh, selling. So I'm up talking to people, socializing, coming from a broadcasting background. That was a, the one job that I found was easy for me because it was just socializing. I didn't really have to sell anything. Some people look at it as sales tactics and stuff. For me, it was just interacting, communicating, but I couldn't do that. I was literally stuck at a desk for eight months, just ringing people through while everybody else did all of that. 
something as simple as that drove me nuts. But again, when I first came back, yeah, you know what? I've been cleared to lift 75 pounds. Let's go lift 70. What do you mean you want me to start with 20? Right. But that's why she had me talk to somebody because when I came in, first thing, okay, when can I start working out? Well, no, you got to fix this first before we start running and everything else. So modifications are so key and it's where you got to be humble you got to yep. accept that sometimes you can't do something. It doesn't mean you won't be able to, but you might not be able to do it now, even if you were able to do it before. And whether that be time, injuries, or, heck, life hitting you in the face, all of a sudden you aren't able to go to that DDPY class that was at your local gym. You know what? It may not be the same on the app when you don't have somebody to physically correct your posture, but you know what? You hopefully have enough, and if you need to go back to those beginning workouts, even if they feel, oh, I'm so much more beyond that, if you are not getting the results you want out of the workouts you're doing, go back. Make it easier. Take a step back. See if you're missing something because it's so easy to look past it. Oh, yeah, I know this. You know what? When I was working out at, in Vegas, um, somebody came up and corrected something for me, and at first my defensive mechanism is, oh, I know what I'm doing, and I went, oh, No, that's awesome. That's great because they are trying to help me to move forward. When you're at home, you're trying to do it as best you can, but Mm -hmm. you don't have somebody there to look at you. It's, it's, again, why they wanted me to work out with somebody who could help me correct it, prevent me from injuring myself again because I was at such a high risk of doing that at that point. Yeah, and pain is never the the option. If, you know, if you're hurting – then that's not the goal. And that's where these online workouts right now that uh, so many of the certified instructors are offering are fantastic. If you can find one that's being done via Zoom where they only have a couple people and they can actually keep an eye on you, it's hard though, right? If you got 10 or 15 people, yeah. you're not able to look at every single person in a little square on the screen. It's not the same as being face-to-face. But you know what, it's a, it, in some cases, especially if you're doing something bad and they can catch it and correct it, it's a heck of a lot better than doing it at home where you might hurt yourself just because you've become complacent. You're overly confident, blindly confident yeah. that you know what you're doing. And, you know, going forward, uh, they, they always say pain is a hell of a motivator. You know, you felt that pain, and there's reason why you – Got to keep things up, keep your your your, your muscles loose and stretched. And the GDPY plus the lifting and stuff, uh, it's it's building those calf muscles, building those muscles that at one time just betrayed you and, and was created a lot of pain and suffering and struggling. And uh, between having a, a new family and hey, dealing with that, you got a lot of reasons to keep moving forward. So. Uh, I hope uh, I hope you're around for a long time to come. You and I came in around the same time. I was right before the Arthur boom, and you were uh, a little after, I believe. Um, so since we, you know, we we both came in around the same time. Since DDPY first started, we talked about the yoga aspect of things. Back in the day, you mentioned DDPY, DDP yoga. People didn't really know what it was. People didn't. They heard the word yoga and were turned off. Nowadays. Uh, you mentioned DDP Yoga. It's a household name. Like, oh, you do Dallas Pages Yoga. To see it grow and to see people uh, like yourself grow alongside with it over these years. We talk about all these success stories. We saw these success stories happen from the ground floor from day one. We saw a lot of these people who are now viral. Their first day, we were there. We saw it. Uh, for you, what, is this, uh, what does this journey mean? Now, you know, seeing how far everything's come, kind of growing along with the program, uh, it's pretty incredible. Absolutely. And, you know, it's funny you mentioned how people didn't know what it was. Uh, For the last, oh, I'm going to say four or five years, I've had uh, the DDP yoga license plate here. And so, you know, you get the odd person throwing up a diamond cutter at you. But I I was out with my kids uh, and didn't even think about it on my car. And there's some guy in my cul-de-sac doing the lawn on a neighbor's place or something. He goes, dude, sweet DDP yoga. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know what? People do know it now. And you could hear all the guys with them. What is that? Oh, it's Diamond Dallas Page yoga program. And he starts talking about you. And you go, well, yeah, that was me. What, eight, nine years ago now. So it's it's cool to see 
how much it's grown, how it's more mainstream. And people realize that getting rid of the word yoga just really makes it so much more approachable, especially, and I don't want to sound sexist, but for guys, we hear yoga and we think chanting, we think, you know, um, hot yoga with sweaty or, or naked yoga. You know what? It's probably like the beaches in Mexico. The people who are doing naked (laughs) yoga are probably the people you don't want to see doing naked yoga. So, I mean, I've just avoided that. And, you know, me and yoga pants don't go well together. I mean, it may do wonders for some people, but uh, I got the curves in the wrong spot. So DDPY is the uh, only yoga for me. Um, but it's it's been a great tool. I mean, where it was initially my only fitness, yes, it's become just part of my routine now. And, you know, whether it be, okay, I'm stuck in a hotel room, I, I don't trust the gym down there, they don't have the equipment I want, okay, I'm going to do my DDPY. But you know what? I've got my Manduka mat right in my uh, studio here, and I use it for every workout, whether it be uh, body weight, lifting, or DDPY. And it it gets used every single week, I can guarantee you that. So, yeah, it's it's neat. Uh, And, you know, Mike, you're right. I mean, it's, it's crazy when you actually sit back and you think about how far it's gone and how many people we've seen not only find success, but just make it part of their life, right? It's, it's, it's not just a workout program. It's something that even when I wasn't extremely active, not everybody realizes I'm actually one of the admin team for the DDP yoga Facebook group. They asked me to do that. I think when we had 5,000 people, right? How many people are on that team now? Do you know? I don't. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, no, I, it's it's absolutely crazy. There is over forty-seven thousand members on the DDP Yoga Group. Wow, that's crazy. So, again, that just shows you five thousand to forty-seven thousand. At this moment, forty-seven thousand one hundred and one members. Wow, that's that's crazy. And Crystal, we have the Team GDP Yoga site too. What are we up to yep. there? Uh, just breaching 85,000. Mm-hmm. Well, around the time when you and I were, were starting, Ross, uh, I think that I think we hadn't hit a thousand members on the Team DDP Yoga site when I started. Now, I may not own a piece of the company, I don't have an investment in the company, but when you know, someone like you or myself or Crystal, and you know, when we've been doing this so long, you have an emotional equity to see it grow like this. Uh, to see it just blow up, you get some kind of personal satisfaction because a lot of us were there when it really wasn't it wasn't much. And I remember the time when GDP was going all in. He was doing that last-ditch attempt uh, to kind of make the company get over. And he was down to his last few bucks to put into that company. He, was gonna, he couldn't put any more financially into it. He's like, it's my last shot at it. And he really believed in the concept. But also there's a lot of us who were there from the get-go that really believed in the concept and believed in him. And it was smaller, it was tighter, and it was closer because as something grows, you can't always have that small feel to it. But I think we've also, um, with the growth, it's also maintained its integrity and the, the concept and the, and the core values of the system and why we're all here and the positive nature of it. Uh, I think we've really been able to maintain that, and especially in the GDPY group, which I don't know any other uh, group or program or system that's able to maintain that kind of positivity with such a large crew of people. But through yourself and uh, the DDPY members, people really let people know that the, the negative bullshit isn't tolerated here. And we don't yep. keep people out, but we let them know that that's not how we do things here. So you guys do a great job in kind of maintaining the integrity of what DDPY is. Well, and you know, it's funny. There's two sides to that. A, the Facebook group. Yeah. Even the number of admins required for that has grown significantly over the years, obviously. And, you know, yes, there's things that come to our attention on a daily basis. A lot of the issues can be addressed right away and dealt with and moved on. Sometimes it's a matter of, you know, unfortunately people are very passionate and have their opinions. But maybe that isn't necessarily the place to have political conversations, right? It's why we're there to support and 
you know, help each other and promote the program, but also, you know, be there when people have questions. And the cool thing for me, when I look back, the whole reason I started my podcast, the Team DDPY Experience, was because of TeamDDPYoga.com. There was nothing mm-hmm. else like that. The Facebook group has become, you know, another arm to that. But it's so neat to see Crystal and I originally met in the TeamDDPYoga.com yep. uh, chat room, chat as room. so many people do. Uh, you know, there's people that I've reconnected with on Facebook that I hadn't talked to for years because they disappeared off of there. Just, again, life and things. But, you know, it's cool to see there's people in that chat room right now. So if you haven't been in that TeamDDPYoga.com, check it out. It is so cool. And, you know, again, it's got all the resources that were there five and six years ago, but it's just gotten bigger and better and more things and such an incredible resource whether you're starting out or you've been doing it for a long time. I like to uh, tell people um, it's, it's basically in real time. You can watch people's journeys. People like Arthur Borman, his first day pictures that he posted are up there on the day he posted them. He posted them on team DDPY. You can actually go through and see his evolution and Stacy's and all these people. It's like in, uh, it's like a, a roadmap of a success story. It's like you can see how these people got started and where they ended up. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I'm just seeing my profile there. I I need to update that. There's a few (laughs) photos on there that are, uh, you know, a little incriminating, but you know what? At the same time, need to go back and see. I mean, uh, my 30-day update, my 60-day update, whether it be videos or photos, wow, more hair back then. I think you found it, though, Mr. Mike Bowens. Uh, I, I, I think that's directly related to knowing Josh McAdoo is in the hair loss because I'm following right behind you. <laughs> there you go. Well, it does lead to uh, pulling your hair out on occasion, for sure. <laughs> uh, we'll go with that, pulling it out, sure. <laughs> I think I nature's pulling it out for me. <laughs> uh, we are uh, just about out of time. We appreciate you coming on with us, man. I I'm, I apologize. In the last hour, I've gone from feeling all right to feeling like I got hit by a truck. I don't know what's going on. I got like a flu thing or something feeling coming on. I have no idea, so I apologize. I'm like on cloud nine right now. Um, I swear, I, I haven't been drinking or doing drugs. I actually wish I had because that would be a better excuse than being uh, – just being me. <laughs> well, go um, find I, some uh, pink Whitney, uh, pink lemonade-infused vodka. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> but you know what? I don't, I don't. I haven't had a drink in years. Like I don't drink anymore Good just for you. because I'm old and it makes me tired. So <laughs> I actually wish I could. I actually wish I could drink because at least that would be a better excuse than I'm just Mike, <laughs> and that's my reason why. You know, at least I could blame it on the alcohol or drugs if I wanted to. <laughs> but um, no, I appreciate Absolutely. you coming on, man. And we we gotta have you on again. It, it can't be that long again. And I uh, Crystal Stewart's episode of of Ross's podcast was on this past week, and you need to check it out. It was good. Um, I only heard positive things about myself because I have this ability to take my brain and just uh, <laughs> wash all the negative insults and put them through as if they're putting me over. So. Uh, Ross and Crystal had lovely glowing things to say about me and especially about my boyish good looks. But um, check always, it out if you guys get always. a chance. Do you have a website for that? <laughs> yeah, actually, you can check out uh, all the details on uh, both of my podcasts. It's uh, rossraymond.com or just search for the Team DDP Yoga Experience on Facebook and you'll find it. If you're in any of the DDP Yoga uh, Facebook groups, though, I, I tend to post a little update when the new episodes come out, so just keep an eye out for that. You'll uh, you'll see it around for sure. All right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for coming on, man. We're going to have to come back again soon. Uh, for sure. And, it was uh, a pleasure. Let us know if you have any... Let us know if you have any uh, special episodes coming up or good episodes you want us to kind of put over on the show. We'd love to help you out there, too. Yeah. For sure. I appreciate the chance to finally come on. Absolutely. And, uh, Crystal, I think it's time you kind of uh, pitch us off into the week with a Canadian quote master quote herself. Uh, Let's do this and let's uh, rock this thing out. So I don't know who this is from, but I do know it's another Canadian. 
So just to run with the theme, because I figured you need more Canada in your life. Um, the quote this week is, mountains are moved one stone at a time. Surround yourself with people that understand that and start where you are. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, Crystal, thank you so much. Enjoy the snow. Ross, keep moving Thanks. forward. Keep kicking ass. Rowdy, man. Uh, you're doing awesome, and hopefully you get to get that uh, that uh, weightlifting, powerlifting thing on the other side of this whole uh, mess of a, a pandemic. But until then, DDP Radio Live. Sorry, this tonight's episode was far from perfect. I struggled, but I'm still here. I'm still standing. Next week, we'll see. Will Mike Mullins live through the week? Find out next week. <laughs> DDP Radio Live. DDPRadio.com. We'll see you guys. See ya. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.